The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Her name isn't Temperature, but she sure is hot. It's the one and only (laughs) Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I like this. Sizzling over Mm, there. So sizzling. So sizzling. (laughs) You You do have a T. You start with a T, as does Temperature. What do you mean? Teresa. Oh, oh so, a tea. Ah. So they could they could call temperature tea for short the same way I call you tea for short. I thought you were saying a tea, like a cup of tea. Uh, that's hot as well. That's what I was going for. Unless it's iced tea. And then, True. of course, Now we're not. getting too into a rabbit hole. Oh, sorry. But the name temperature provided me great joy. I this, loved it. This episode. <laughs> it's funny how little it takes these days to get a chuckle out of me. I do think it's his real name. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. And I wish we got to the bottom of why he was nicknamed Temperature. Maybe when he was younger, he was hot. Yes. And I know it contradicts my opening, but cold is also a temperature. Maybe he's he's hot and he's cold. Maybe he's a little touch and go. He's a little here one minute, gone the next. And they're like, you're like Temperature. You're always changing. I don't see that. Maybe, Maybe. Maybe... Maybe his favorite song is Katy Perry's Hot and Cold. Yeah, hot and you're cold. Yes and you're oh, no. Sean Paul, Temperature. Is that, let's hear a little bit of that because okay, I'm not I familiar. Cannot. I cannot. No? Cannot. I cannot do Sean Paul. Oh, okay. Maybe it's not called the Temperature. Sean DePaul? You can't do Sean DePaul? I cannot do Sean DePaul. Hmm. All right. <laughs> but maybe he was the one who always knew the weather, the oh, temperature. Maybe that's his little secret skill. Yeah. His little hidden talent. Maybe everyone before iPhones, he's like, oh my gosh, like, what's the weather today? And he's like, let me, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? All right. Here's what I do know. We are here to talk about season nine, episode 14 of 90 Day Fiance. It's slowly getting to an end. It's getting to an end and we know it's going to end because they announced happily ever after question mark. Yes. Is returning in a little over a month. So are we going to have a break in between or are we going to go straight from one to the other? I don't think they give us a break. No, they don't. Have they ever given us a break? No. No. No, they go, they're going <laughs> to roll right into it. Probably going to be another two-part tell-all. Yeah. But. For sure. That's in the future. What's here right now is this episode. Before we get into it, little housekeeping. Got to do it. Got to make sure we straighten everything out over here. Follow us on social media if you're not. On Instagram in particular, at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. We keep you updated. We keep you posted. We do some memes. We do some news. We chat with you guys. You guys message us. Teresa responds. It's a good time all around. John is sneaking in. I'm taking a look. I'm seeing what you guys are talking about. I don't want to feel left out. I know. I'll 
always tell you. I don't want to feel I always down. tell you. So I, I sneak a peek once in a while. So that's on Instagram. Also, check out the Patreon. We're on Patreon. You guys know we're on Patreon. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. If you want Seeking Sister Wife content, there's audio Ooh-hoo. video pods. If you want bonus pods, we do once a month bonus pods on our family affair tier. And that also has a video. A video component yes. as well. Yeah, so check it out. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Good time over there. Thank you for all you who have signed up already. Yes. We appreciate that. And also make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. All right? You just look down. You smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as temperature. Ah, get us on the same wavelength with our intros. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Pretty hot. In Pretty Florida. hot. Smash it like it's <laughs> as hot. Also, one last thing. If you haven't left a review, if you could do that, that tends to make our day, make our week. We love when you guys yes. send those in. You can rate, you can review. So please, if you haven't done that, we'd love if you could. And You have one? Of course. I've got one. I would oh, love. I would absolutely okay. love to read this one. We, we read the five-star reviews. And this one comes to us from our friend Bree H. Kerr. Hello, Brie H. Kerr. Hello. They write so funny and good together. Love it. Okay. Five stars. John and Teresa recap a ton. You're telling us. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling us. We recap a ton indeed. Especially this Bri. weekend. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. They're funny, charming, and are sweet together. And they call it like it is, bringing a bit of insight into the people on these crazy shows, along with laughs. That's all I we need. Love it. That's all we need to see to That's make our. That's all we are trying to achieve. That's it. We will now float through this week with the beautiful Brie behind our back. Thank you, Brie. Thank you for that so much. We appreciate when you guys send in the reviews, and it's it's things like this that make our day. And, Absolutely. And keep our us days, going. Our days, our weeks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brie H. Kerr. We really appreciate it. All right. How about a little 90 day, by the way? Do it. Do it. You ready for it? Hit us with it. Ready for it. Hit us with it. (laughs) You might regret it, but here we go. Number one, Natalie of Mike and Natalie is back in the kitchen for the return of her Cooking (laughs) with Natalie show. Why? It's a great question. Is she trying to like burn down something? It's a great question question this time she is in the kitchen with a co-host she has a friend model fellow foreigner and stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. in the kitchen with her and i guess the exciting part of this co-host is she cooks and eats meat so we can now Mm. we can now spread and open our palate and include some meat into these cooking videos. Well, as long as she can cook better than Natalie, because last time when she made made that ginormous sushi and she was trying to eat it, Uh, that was gross. Well, that's the thing. I I don't really find these to be cooking videos. They're the most sexual cooking videos. Are they? Oh. They're all dressed up, makeup, the voice they're talking in. Well, that's just Natalie, but... Well, her friend, too. It, uh, I'll say it gets hot in this kitchen. Let me say it gets hot okay. in this kitchen. Shadows the temperature. So what did they cook? So this first video that they released the other week, they're cooking spaghetti and ground chicken. <laughs> Someone wipe my drool. Someone wipe the drool off my that, mouth. Because, that sounds ridiculous, oh, by the way. Really pushing the envelope. On the menu with this one. Well, when you say wipe my drool, like you want to eat it? I was being sarcastic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it sounds Ground disgusting. chicken? Ugh, Ew. Please. Who eats that? Ground some beef up. Perhaps. Yeah. 
Spaghetti meatballs, spaghetti with meat sauce. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's fine, but it's you not. Think, oh, I don't think it's fine after I saw the sushi she prepared. That's I just true. can't. Like, honestly, seeing that on the cooking show, and I wish you guys could see my quotations marks, like mm-hmm. cooking show. Quite that was quote. just gross. That's disgusting. But some people don't eat red meat, so I guess this is a good option to ground up some chicken. I guess. I don't know if you, yeah, I don't know. But I've nev- Honestly, I've never even seen ground chicken in the store. Oh, I... You I have? I, yeah, I mean... Where, ch- where do you buy Like it? a chicken patty. There's chicken patties, and then you can... I have, no, I've seen turkey, but yeah. not chicken. I think it's all the same. I really have not seen ground chicken. I'm not joking. Watch the video. <laughs> Watch the video three. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to, but okay. Here's the second video they released. It's them cooking on the 4th of July, and there is a special appearance mm-hmm. by Natalie's hairdresser. You remember Blow yes. Exotic, right? Yes. Yeah, he was there in the kitchen. They're cooking burgers for the 4th, and again, not the best cooking videos. It's more, I think it's more sexual than anything, and I think what they're trying to do is spin this into more of a lifestyle vlog because the description of the second video says Natalie and Vera, I think that's her Mm -hmm. co-host name, are living the Florida lifestyle. We love to cook, dress up, go out and explore the best things that Florida has to offer. So Did they go out and explore? They didn't know those videos, but (laughs) to me that's teeing up something more than just the two of them in the kitchen. So which kitchens is she going It's a nice kitchen. It it can't be hers. So who lives there? It's probably Vera's. Oh. I would imagine. Or Blow Exotics. I don't know. It's one of... It's not Natalie's. Okay. I can assure you that. Yeah. I, I'm just curious how she's still here. I know. Because if what Mike was saying was true, and we can only assume, right? Yeah. If that's the truth, that he never filed for her adjustment of status, that means she's here illegally. Unless, like our friend Muhammad... She found another sponsor. They would flag her because she was married. You cannot find another sponsor while you're married. Oh, I know. I was somewhat joking. Yeah. So either Mike lied to us mm-hmm. and he actually filed it and that was just all for show or she's here illegally. I'm not even joking. I, she can't be here illegally. If she was, then she's so dumb to be this in the public eye. She was on single life. There's no way. Well, while she was still married to Mike and maybe he was getting her mm. paychecks. Maybe she's fighting the case then because she, she could bring a case against Mike and say, oh, he mentally abused me or this was a toxic yes, relationship and I deserve to stay here. So who knows? Meanwhile, she's in the kitchen cooking with Vera. Yeah. Check it out if you want. Natalie's YouTube page, if you're interested. It's all there. <laughs> By the way, number two. Okay. And this one comes to us via Teresa. Me? Mm-hmm. What did I do? You told me about our friend Larissa. Oh. Who's back in the news for her surgeries. Mm-hmm. The, her botched surgeries. It. Yeah, it's an old one. It's a surgery she had a year ago mm-hmm. that was botched. And what she did was she had a tummy tuck. And during that procedure, the plastic surgeon removed her belly button. So you the photos I uh-huh. told you not to. Uh-huh. It was gross, right? Tracy yesterday goes, what is botched? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, what is botched? And I was like, use it in a sentence. And she's like, Larissa's surgery was botched. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, which one? <laughs> no, yeah. So I, I, I found the article. It's all over the place now. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know, not a doctor, but you remove the belly button for this type of surgery mm-hmm. that she was getting. But if she didn't get her, usually, her consent. Well, no, I think she, she consented to remove it. And usually I think you just put it on the side 
of the surgery table and you put it back when you're oh. done. The doctor disposed of her belly button uh, uh, without ew. giving her consent. Uh, maybe he sold it on eBay or bet, something. Yeah. Maybe Stepanka's going to sell it. Maybe that's her next <laughs> entrepreneurial adventure. But yes, her belly button was removed and then discarded. And she tried multiple times to recreate a belly button, fix what she had, but nothing worked. And so after a year of this, she's like, I'm coming out. I was embarrassed. I was upset, but now I'm going to come out and tell my story and, and show what happened. Was it her plastic surgeon, the one in Vegas she was always promoting? Ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. I hope not. Because, I hope not. Yeah, but yeah, if you saw the photos, it looked like worms are eating her belly button or something. It didn't look good. Yeah, but but now it makes sense because she, for the past year, and I follow her even on my personal Instagram, she's been wearing a Band-Aid over her belly button for oh. the longest time. And I was always thinking, like, does she have a piercing? She doesn't want to show what's going on. Yeah. Now it makes sense because for forever totally. she's been having, she has the Band-Aid over her belly button. And she used to show off her belly because she got those abs. And so I Even thought, with that. No, oh, she's she still, still, I I always saw in all her photos trying to be sexy and showing off the abs. And there was a big Band-Aid over her belly button. Mm. Now it makes sense. It's a cautionary tale. It makes me feel bad for her. I mean, I feel bad for her because I think there's some mental, something mental going on with her that she feels the need to get all these surgeries yeah. because she was, she was a pretty girl. It's like tattoos. You get one, you get addicted. I guess. And, and she, I'm for sure. Like you she, get one and that's how Darcy and Stacy are. She went too far and I'm actually kind of, the biggest shocker for me is that they can't fix it. You I think know. that would be, you create a fake belly button and mm -hmm. you attach it somehow. Like there's prosthetic limbs. There, there's yeah. no prosthetic belly buttons. I actually think that, ugh, I hate to say this, but I think Larissa with all her surgeries yeah. still looks much better than Darcy and Stacey. I know. Like the boobs are too big for yeah. my taste, right? But her face, and she had a lot of things done, she still looks like a person. I hate to say a it. A fake person, but a person. I feel like Darcy and Stacey, and I've seen some photos circling around they don't look like people anymore. No. And it may be because of the age difference. Larissa's still kind of yeah. young and her skin probably bounces back. And Darcy and Stacey, they're not old, but they're older than Larissa. And yeah, I think Larissa is probably in her mid-30s. Yeah, I think of the oldest. And well, she's definitely older than me. I'm yes. going to say she's like 35-ish. Okay. And the Silva sisters are pushing 50. 50. Oh, not, yeah. Yeah, right? So, yeah. It's a, it's a sad tale. It's a cautionary tale. But uh, that's what's going on with Larissa. Yeah. The other question I had about her, what's going on with her kids? And another question I have about her, what's going on with her adjustment of status? Mm. It's the same shit. It's another one. But yeah. I think they called actually filed the paperwork. He was just fighting it. Interesting. Yeah, and I don't know. So I think they, they did get married, as we know. But I think Colt did file before that whole thing went down. Hmm. So many questions. And she's pretty good with Debbie now. I feel like they sometimes tag each other on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Like there is, I feel like there is no more hate. They're probably not besties. Mm -hmm. But I feel like they just don't, you know, don't talk shit about each other anymore. Yeah. Speaking of Debbie, not a, not a full by the way here, but there's been reports of her. Well, there's a photo of her with a man 
in a casino in Vegas. What? She may have a which one? We'll go. <laughs> she may she may have a man in her life now. Good, so we'll she deserves one because she needs to get her son off her nip. <sighs> yeah. All right. That is 90 <gasps> Day. That was good. By the way, cool. I'm glad you're you welcome. Liked it. You're welcome. Thank you for that one. <laughs> and it's funny because I was struggling with a second. Oh, really? And I was like, Teresa told me something. So thank you. And thank you guys. You guys always message us with some news stories. And Absolutely. Sorry if we don't use those. But yes, keep them coming if you got them. I could use all yes. the help I can get. All right. Let's talk about Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, episode 14. Let's do it. Should we start with Emily? Kobe. We have to. Let's let's take the temperature check. <laughs> let's do a temperature check. I first like that was the name of the episode, by the way, if you guys didn't know. And I was like, well, temperature check. Interesting, interesting name. We we're probably gonna test a few things out, right? Like mm-hmm. see how people are feeling. And then temperature enters. And Who I'm like, thought? oh, here we go. Ah, uh, here we go. Okay. So it's the morning. Kobe's trying to play with Coban and classic Emily's like, honey, honey, just let him be. Yeah. Which, why? Why don't you let them be? Am I right? Because she can't. She she physically cannot give up control or allow, in some weird way, I feel like she doesn't want Coben to bond with Kobe because that's her thing. Me and, me and Coben, we have the relationship. I know. But honestly, okay, I'm going to say something, right? She, what is all this power coming from? As far as we know, she doesn't have any extra education. Maybe she has some college or something. Mm-hmm. She's never really done anything. She's never been a boss lady yeah. that that you can feel the power. I feel like I feel power through work and yeah, through my success. Exactly. Exactly. How, well, how, why does she feel so powerful? She doesn't. She but, doesn't. But why, why does she do all this? Because she's not powerful. She's trying to create a sense of power. She's got no confidence. She has zero confidence. You have power you have confidence that's why you don't act like her right i guess she's acting like that because she's not truly confident she's not truly powerful and she's trying to make up for it in some sort of way and this is her power this is her job is i'm the boss of this relationship i'm the boss of this house i also think that that's the way she grew up and unfortunately the parents Never really said anything. That's because the main you look at her sister and her sister is so nice. It's like so grounded in a way, speaks her mind when she has an opinion, mm-hmm. but in a nice way, right? Emily is just being an asshole all the time. And her parents allow it. And almost But they talk about it and know that she's crazy. But they don't do anything to stop it. Well, because it's they too late. She's twenty eight years old. What right. do you do? But that's, what do you do? That's the most important part of the equation is she acts like this and nobody checks her. And so she continues to act like this. But yeah. I don't think it's coming from a place of her actually thinking she's the best and the most powerful. I think it's coming from a place of insecurity. And she's trying to create some yeah. sort of purpose. They should have done it before she turned 18. Oh, yeah. Because you cannot do anything afterwards. It's basically up to the person to decide what you want to do with your life and how you want to live it. Because no one else can tell you otherwise. Parents no. can kick you out of their house. But it's as far as they can go. There is nothing else they can do to make you do things. They should kick Emily out of the house. Well, I feel like they would have if there was no Kobe. Yeah. Like, you would be kicking out a baby. Yeah. So, yeah. so okay. Kobe is with Emily and Father David. They're going suit shopping. Yes. Father David. Is, he, is this his name? David, yeah. Okay. And we should remind everyone, 
Emily is with child currently. Yes. But it is a secret that she doesn't want anyone to find out about. Yes. Also, I think Father David is there because he's the wallet. <laughs> Otherwise, there is no point of him being there. Right. He's the wallet. Right. Yeah. There's, right? there's Yeah. There's no need for him to be this involved, yeah. but he's probably yes. paying. Oh, so yeah. sure, so, he's there. And I think Kobe may know this and this could be what's adding to Kobe wanting to share the news of the baby because Kobe does want to tell the parents. Yeah, because he's afraid that it's going to be worse. Like, Secrets are no fun. And at the same time, like, honestly, they're adults. They can do whatever they want. They want to have another baby. Sure. It's the whole thing about them living in their parents' house. Yeah, it was dad's one rule. You can't have a yeah, child. but well, she's then, very fertile. Well, dad should have checked their contraception methods and maybe have <laughs> given them some better advice than an app. True. Well, Kobe's trying on some suits and he looks like he's about to make me a badass martini. What is he, he looks oh like, my a, gosh. He's like a mixologist? Yeah, on a, a boat. On oh, a boat. okay. I, I feel like I just boarded a cruise and he's about to make me a all-inclusive drink. Okay. <laughs> So I, I didn't like it, what he was wearing, but Emily loved it. Yes. David was there to pay, so. Absolutely. But, <laughs> fun, but say. this is where we learn about temperature. Oh, my God. So apparently Kobe has some friends in the U.S. who are going to be his groomsmen. Pascal and Sam, who are from coming Ohio. from Ohio. And yeah. then another friend. Temperature. Temperature. Who, who's also from Columbus, Ohio, but he's already here. No, he's not from Columbus, Ohio. He's from Cameroon. Well, he's from Cameroon, but he won the green card lottery a year ago. Good for him. Do you know anyone who's won the lottery? Um, no. Yeah, you never applied for the lottery, but I thought you knew someone who did. I guess not. Wait, wait, wait. My my coworker. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a crazy thing. Yeah. Right? I never applied for a reason, for this reason. They say, okay, one thing, I've never really thought of staying here. Like, yeah. I, I wasn't trying to stay here, so that was one reason. Another reason, once I started going to college, someone told me, like, hey, if you got a chance to stay here and, you know, through a work visa or apply for something, and you had this green card lottery on your record, right. they might look at it as, all right, well, she's just trying to stay. It's any, it's any previous Visa attempt. Yes. Like with Muhammad. If he's going to try to yes. come with a different sponsor, they're going to go, yes. no, you clearly just want to be in America. I know? honestly think it's great if you are not in the U.S., if you're living in Cameroon, you're living yeah. in the Czech Republic, and you just say, you know what? Let me try. I would like to give it a shot. And if you win, cool, you move. Right. But if you don't win, it's okay. It's not going to affect your life, right? Right. For me, I was like, A, I don't even know if I want to stay, and B, if I had a chance, I would want to do it the right way. Apply for my work permit. Apply for my work visa. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have this on my record. So I yeah. never applied. Yeah. Okay. So temperature, he did. He won the lottery. So he's... Good for him. Yeah. He's in Ohio. Yeah. He's yes. in Columbus, Ohio. But he came a few days earlier. He's in Salina now and Kobe plans to hang with temperature He tonight. came for the temperature check. Oh, <laughs> temperature was checking on uh-huh. what was going on. Yes. And <laughs> when they're talking about this, David goes, I thought you were talking about the weather. <laughs> and so obviously the the big question, if we want to use last week's episode title, the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. the elephant in the womb is why is he called temperature? 
How did he get his name? And that was Dad's other question. Yes. Kobe doesn't know. He said, everyone was calling him Temperature when I met him. Wouldn't that be your first question? Oh, how'd you get the name Temperature? Yeah. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we don't know how this man got his name Temperature. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is weird, but I once, when I was like 12 or 13, I dated a guy oh boy. and everyone was calling him, it's called in Czech, when you like take a, take a like a inhale a cigarette or mm-hmm. a blunt, mm-hmm. right? That is, you say you take a schluck, like, okay. Like, Right? So this guy's name was, everyone was calling him Shlukas. Shluk is talking. Which was like basically an inhaler, right? Yeah. And I was like, why are I- Did you meet him at breathing camp? No. I'm like, why is everyone calling you an inhaler? And he's like, because (laughs) I smoke weed. I'm like, When he was 12? Like 13. I don't know. Europe. I know. And I was like, okay, oh my gosh, you're so cool. Uh, (laughs) But I did ask. Teresa. I didn't know you were one for bad boys. Dating yeah, all these bad boys in it, your younger years. Now you're married to a guy who talks about 90 Day Fiance. We dated for about a week. Good. <laughs> and then I'm sure he left you for another 12-year-old. From like year old. Saturday to Saturday. <laughs> he was a few days, few days older, but still. He was like 14. Okay. Like. All right. So but yeah, it was my one week. And first thing that, that was the first thing I asked. I'm like, why do they call you that? Of course. Right? Because it's weird. That's what you got to know. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So cut to four hours later and Kobe is meeting up a temperature at... Temperature's hotel. Temperature's dressed to the nines. Temperature looks like he's already got his groomsman suit on. Mm-hmm. He's looking good. And they start talking. Temperature asks Kobe, how's your white woman back home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote down, like, Temperature's already dressed up for the wedding. Yeah. Four days prior. Oh, Let's see what he's actually wearing. To the wedding? Yeah. I know. If this is just casual hotel mm-hmm. hangout gear. He's going to go all in. What's he gonna, what what go does Temperature in. wear? Mm. Yeah. So you know how Flava Flav has a clock around his neck? Who? Have you ever seen Flava Flav, the rapper? I don't know. Not him. familiar with him? Uh, he wears a giant clock. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Temperature should wear a giant thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> Just to that really finish the, un- finish the ensemble. And that's how he could also tell everyone then- how hot or cold it is outside. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Just that's a free one for you, temperature, if you're listening. All right. So Kobe, he's talking and he says, Emily is such wife material, but she always wants to control everything. She Mm -hmm. always thinks she should be right. Maybe temperature is always controlling the temperature. Maybe, you know how when I go into a room, I turn it down because I'm always hot. Yes. Maybe temperature always is going into a room and adjusting the thermostat. Well, his, his answer Correct me, because he goes like, that's that's not Emily, it's America. That's America. And then he keeps going, and he's like, I've been to many families. <laughs> what does that <laughs> mean? I, I know. I'm like, what is it? What do you do for a living? Maybe he works in HVAC, maybe heating and cooling, and he's going to different homes. I don't homes. know. Okay. But he's like, I've been to many families. Men in America are living like ladies. <laughs> they have no say. Guilty. And I'm like... That is not true. I'm sure some, but that's the way you you do your own family. Like you and I have an equal say. Yeah. We have a very, very equal relationship. There are a few things you take a lead on. Mm-hmm. There are things I take a lead on. Of course. Right? And, but most importantly, we have a, an equal relationship because if we didn't, I wouldn't be with you. I, think- I would not be with someone who would try to be above me. Oh, hell no. No, I think... 
if temperatures saw equality, he would say the man is acting like a lady. Yeah. The man should be, oh, the most powerful, right? The almighty. Mm-hmm. And so even if there's equality for temperature, that's not that's not good. Okay, on one hand, I understand that's where he comes from, right? I understand sure. that's normal in his culture. That's how they live their lives. And I respect that. That It's okay. But, dude, you are in America now. Yeah. You have to wrap your mind around this. If that's how you want to live your life, that's perfectly fine. But in America, everyone can do whatever they want. And I, I at least think or hope that most couples have an equal relationship, well, like an equal say. The beauty of America is that it's the land of the free and you're free to yeah. run your relationship however you want. Yeah. So if temperatures gets into a relationship and he gets to be the boss and that works for them, great. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I understand where you're coming from. I respect the culture, but you have to respect this country. Yeah. So you cannot just say, oh, Kobe, like, oh. She she's bossing around. Oh hell no! This is not how we do it in mm-hmm. in Cameroon. Right, dude, you're not in Cameroon. Exactly. If they were in Cameroon, okay, well she might have to adjust to the culture. Sure. But they're not in Cameroon, and so there must be this. I don't know what's the word. Um, understanding between Kobe and Emily, who's gonna take lead on what? But at the end of the day, it should be equal. I agree. It's and also something that Emily should probably wrap her mind around. And as Father David said later at dinner, this is why you're single temperature. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is why you're single. So He okay. needs a temperature check. <laughs> so, so Kobe just wants to tell somebody about the pregnancy, mm-hmm. right? He can't tell the family. Emily would kill him. Mm-hmm. So he tells temperature. Mm-hmm. And he breaks the news and he says, here's the issue. I'm not working. We're living in her father's house right now. So it's a lot. It's not necessarily a good thing. It's not the best news right now. Yes. Temperature is suggesting they move to Columbus, Ohio, where Mm -hmm. there is a big African community. Where he'll feel more comfortable. Yes. Where Um, it's also more expensive and is Columbus, Ohio, more expensive than Salina? Well, Salina, you're right. Okay. Come on, where yeah. they're they're living in their parents' house? That's true. Come on, yes, but that is temperature suggestion is move somewhere where yes. you'll but feel more comfortable. But through a community, he could get a job to begin well, with. Once he has his, his papers, yes. yeah, he could get a job in Salina too. Not yeah. as easy as a larger yeah. city, but. No, the the idea of temperature saying you should just move to Columbus. He just wants his friend there. Come on. Yeah. I also think that if Kobe approached the whole work situation with her dad differently and just be like not trying to take over the firm, but said, hey, I'm trying to look for a job for an experience. Is there anything I could do for you? Let or me be an apprentice. Anything you, no, like start, you have to start from the bottom. That's what an apprentice is. Oh. Yeah. So is there anything, you know, either I can do for you or you know of someone, a construction company or someone you work with who I could start working for, right? And it's almost the perfect situation because Kobe can't legally work right now, but he could go shadow David every day at the office. Yeah. Because Emily's. That's what David wants. It's not. Just be honest. It's not. But David seems like a guy who's willing to do whatever it takes to provide for his family. And so setting Kobe up for success would provide for the family. Well, honestly, 
shadowing Dave is not going to do anything really because he doesn't have the degree to do what David does. Like shadowing, let's say, going on a construction site mm. and seeing how things are done there. Yeah. That's where he can start and he can go to school. He said he would love to. Cool. But shadowing David is yeah. not going to really do anything because he cannot do the job that David does. No, but uh, I meant shadowing David at the office or maybe he, David could pair him up with somebody who could show Kobe, here's here's the next step or here's what you could do or just to get his foot in the door, have him do something yeah. other than sitting at home. Yeah, for that's sure. All, that's all I'm thinking. So new day, five days to a wed. And everyone's going out for lunch, temperature included. Mm-hmm. And Emily thinks it's important to know my fiance's friends. Yeah, I think she's going to regret it very, very fast. So, so we're all going to go out and hang and have some mm-hmm. lunch. So everyone meets temperature. Hello, temperature. Everyone, Emily's excited. Temperature. They both are wearing their traditional outfits. Yes. As far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. And it's time to order. And Emily orders for herself and for Kobe. And this is where temperature is like, oh, hell no. Mm. Oh, hell no. A I'm going to stir the pot. A woman ordering for you, Kobe? If she wants to dictate what you eat, tell her to get her ass in the kitchen and start cooking. Did he say that? No. Oh. <laughs> I was reading between the lines, but he did say, he goes, whoa, a woman ordering for you, Kobe? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, does not fly with temperature. I honestly, I would not want you to order for me either unless we talk about it and you're, we're getting the same thing. Even then, we both order yeah, by ourselves. I don't care. Yeah. To me, it doesn't bother me. That's it where it comes like, I have enough confidence and I know that I could order if I want to do so. Well, true, but I would, I honestly think that let's say we are at the restaurant and. Well, let me, sorry to interrupt, but let me clarify myself. If you knew what I wanted. Yeah. I don't want you to tell me what I'm eating. Yeah. But if you knew I was getting the chicken tacos and the server came over and you said, I'm going to have the lasagna and he's going to have the chicken tacos. As long as you order what I wanted, I don't care who speaks. Well, yeah, but let this me rest is the way voice. that we would probably talk about be like hey hey john you want the chicken tacos you'll be like yeah sure i'm like okay i'll, I'll get it when yeah. he comes i would tell you i would not just be like oh so i'm gonna have this and john is going to right. have that because i think that's rude that's how this was yeah was that's like, what you saying. like you like lasagna right yeah it was a little infantilizing and again just yeah. another control I, move for example yesterday we went out to dinner and you were getting a beer. I was going to get the same beer and right. you ordered and you're like you want the same i'm like yeah sure so you're like okay we'll have it twice that's fine. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't tell me what I'm eating. Yeah, you're not going to be like, I mean, and I'm going to have this beer, and Teresa's going to have that beer, because that's what she likes. Unless... And period. Again, unless you're cooking. I kind of wouldn't have an issue if you said, I'm making lasagna tonight, and then it's like, all well, right. that's what I do, but that's at home. But no, we that's discuss. That's between the two of us. We discuss. Well, we do, yeah. But uh, that's what I'm saying. If you if you want to call the shots, get in the kitchen and say, this is what I'm making. And if you if you don't like it, then you'll be hungry Well, I do tonight. it sometimes. I'm like, I don't say I'm making. I'm saying I'm thinking of making. Right. And then you can agree or disagree. But that's just the way we roll, right? And it's okay. Everyone has their own little spiel. But... Emily just straight up ordering for Kobe. I think that's rude. Like it's he not can a good speak look. English. He can order whatever he likes. Especially in front of everyone. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not a good look for Kobe. And temperature picks up mm, on this oh, he and sure does. realizes Emily is trying to be the boss and tells her African men, they need respect 
from their ladies. And what, you're, what you're doing is not respecting him. And Emily says, no, I give him respect. And Temperature says, you think so? You know he's from, <laughs> you know he's from a royal family. What? Right? This, this, there's two minutes of this episode where I was like, holy shit. Uh-huh. Are, uh, we about, are we about to learn something that's going to just blow our minds? I think Temperature loves exaggerating. He's like... <laughs> He's supposed to sit in Cameroon and govern his people. Yes. And Emily's like, like a prince? Am I, Do we have a castle in am Cameroon? I a, am I a princess? Oh, my gosh. She, that's, she thinks she has this rule, right? Because she does think she is a queen mm-hmm. and can just rule. And so she's like, this is perfect. I am meant for this. Yeah. She's like, I don't have to work anymore. Whoa. I can just tell people what to do and they have to Love do it. it. So... Well, no. no, Kobe said my dad is from a royal family. And then we learn it keeps getting watered down a little bit more. And we, yes. We probably should have researched this, but what Kobe says is in Cameroon, there's 200 and something tribes. Mm-hmm. All of them have chiefs and they're all from royal families. Yes. So he's probably one of 200. I think he could. So, so if his dad is that... And he could inherit and rule his tribe. Right. But it's not like you're ruling the country. I think mm-hmm. when, I think when temperature said this, we all thought, oh my God, yeah. he's the king of Cameroon. Yeah. I, maybe he, his dad isn't the mayor. Right. In it's a way, a, and he could be the mayor because that's how they do things. Like it's, it's in the, it's kept in the family. Yeah. We're very ignorant to this. Very but, ignorant. But that kind of makes sense to me of. Okay, how many towns are in a state in each town? Sure. Yeah. Has, yeah. Okay. Again, like I get it. Like they have tribes. It's different than it's in Europe or in America. I guess Native Americans do have tribes too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like maybe it's a royalty for them. That's what they call it. But it's not like he's a prince. It's definitely. And it clarifies. It's definitely an honorable title. Oh, for because sure. Someone for sure. to be the chief, yeah. right? There's how many no, other absolutely. people in the tribe that are not the chief. I would chief. love to be a chief. <laughs> <laughs> I can call you a chief. Well, call me a chief. All right, chief. I hate when people call it. I know. It's so, it's so, it's so cheesy. <laughs> and boss. It's so, chee- it's so cheefy. Cheesy. When, when someone's like, all right, boss. I'm like, you know what? Stop. Stop. So, all right. But I like when people call each other sir. That's polite. I, I sometimes say it too. Like, thank you, sir. That's polite. So Kobe explains this and basically says, Temperature is just trying to make a point. And Temperature's like, yeah. And my point is that Kobe has the final <laughs> say. Emily's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, Temperature can leave now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Father David goes, I think there's a reason you're not married. That's when he goes, I think there's a reason you're not married. And Lisa makes a good point here when she says, Emily's marrying an African man, yes, but Kobe is marrying an American woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we need to work some things out. we got to compromise here. Yes. And also Kobe says something like that. He said, I'm all for being equal, like mm-hmm. be having an equal. So I loved Kobe's answer. Like that was great. Like he didn't throw Emily under a bus or anything, no. right? Uh, but he probably should have a little bit. But then he said, Someone I still to. want to be the man. Yeah. And I think he just wants to be equal. Yeah. I don't think he really wants the authoritarian rule. Mm-hmm. He just wants to have some say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Emily's sister get into this whole gender debate with temperature. That was great. Oh, I may have missed that. Well, temperature said something about the roles, about how men have to do this and that. And 
Emily's sister was like, wait, but if he, you're just saying because she's a woman, she cannot. What if she was a man? Mm. And they just got into this like gender role, like, oh, equality and all that stuff, which she had a good point. I agreed with her, but I think temperature, it was just like in and out of his head. Like he doesn't care about this. I was most surprised that Emily kept her mouth shut the entire time. I think Everyone's- she was just shocked. First, I think she just pictured herself as a princess <laughs> or a still, queen for a while. She was still daydreaming. She was just like daydreaming, <laughs> like living in a castle in Cameroon. She's like, wait, what? I'm and then not she a stepped princess? out of it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> she's going to yeah. have a rude awakening tomorrow oh when she realizes gosh. she's not a princess. That she's knocked up, not a princess, <laughs> lives with her parents, oh unemployed boy. or doing something. That's a reality but, yeah. Yeah. All right. That is Kobe and Emily and Temperature. Let's talk about our next couple. My least favorite couple, I have to say. Oh. Thais and Patrick. No, they're actually, compared to Ari and Benny and Cara and Guillermo. Oh, I like Cara and Guillermo. uh, (laughs) That's how I feel about Patrick and Thais. Thais and Patrick, they only have one issue and I just cannot deal with it But I feel like it's at least real. I think Cara and Guillermo's drama is a little contrived. I don't think so. I think Ari and I think, Oh, yeah. I think Ari is and Benny is, is made oh, up. Although, although this episode was the first episode where I was watching Ari and Benny and thinking, this is real. Like, yeah, whatever they were saying was feels real. very genuine, very real, because she was kind of trying to find her words. It didn't seem staged. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time I was like, okay, we're watching something real. Well, let me take it back. My least favorite couple is Jabri and Miona. Yeah, because they are staged. That's completely fake. But let's yeah. talk about Patrick and Thais. 28 days to wed. They're at home and she's going to do it. Thais is going to tell her dad about the wedding. Yes. And Patrick is asking, like, should I stay here or you want me to like stay and say hello? She's like, no. But then he goes like, let me just say hello. And I thought that was a good idea. Like if he wasn't present at all... I think that would look very bad. Yeah, I respect his approach for two reasons. One, he asked. Yeah. And two, he wanted to be there. It could be so easy to just be like, all right, go call your dad. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. He wanted to be there. He asked and he said, let me just show my face. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you picked up on this, but the opening scenes shows Patrick cleaning the whole kitchen and Thais playing with her phone. No. I think he does a lot of, I think he does more than... Because he us? won't let her, Teresa. He's so controlling. He's so controlling. He's so con- he won't even let her pick up a mop and wipe the floor. Well, I feel like he's just trying to make her feel comfortable. Again, some of his actions were questionable when he throws, throws money at her. Yes. That's wrong. That's wrong. But I think he's a genuine dude when it comes to Thais. I, I agree. I agree. So Thais FaceTimes her dad. Her dad looks like 35. And terrifying. (laughs) I would be scared to tell him something he doesn't want to hear as well. More terrifying than my dad? Oh, my dad looks a little fluffy. Uh, Your dad is is jovial. (laughs) When your dad speaks. Well, you were afraid of my dad at first. When your dad speaks, it's scary. But that's also, I think, the Czech language can be very abrupt and forward. Is it? Yes. It is a little bit. Come on. I know. I know. So, okay. They FaceTime... Dad and Thaya says we have something to talk to you about, and then she just freezes up and doesn't say anything for mm-hmm. a while. But finally, she goes, "Married this month," and Dad's response: 
I thought his I thought his screen froze uh-huh, because uh-huh. he just like, he stood there for a second, but it was a death stare. Yes, and he's like, "Already? Already?" And Patrick thought it was a really bad answer. For me, it just meant, "Okay, so you are gonna get married." Like it was yeah. when you say already, it means like, "Okay, you are gonna do it, but you're doing it oh, already." It just seems he wasn't like absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely you, fucking not. You say okay, <laughs> so you say bad answer. Here's the bad answer to me was Patrick's response because he goes and he explains the K-1 and he goes, we have to get married in 90 days. Otherwise, she has to leave. It's the truth. But if I was the dad, I wouldn't want to hear that reason. I would want to hear I love her so much and I can't live without her. And so I want to marry her. Well, you should. That should be the combination. Whatever Patrick said and whatever you just said. He was basically saying the government's forcing us to get married. Not I well, want to get married. Truth, I would not lie to the dad, but he could have said, like, as you said, I love her so much. I don't want to live without her. Unfortunately, we only got 90 days. So that is a time frame for us to get married. Yeah. But that's something we really want. We've been engaged for a year. Mm-hmm. And that you knew about it, dad. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not like something that came out of nowhere. Yeah. I just thought he should have explained Yes. A little bit more about yes, he his have. He love and desire to be with her. I think he also was nervous because he knew something's <laughs> off. Yeah. So. I was nervous. So Patrick asks if Thais wants him to leave and have some alone time. And she does. So he, he takes off and he goes to the garage for a beer. I don't know why. There are 45 l- rooms in that house. I literally laughed so hard because I'm like, again, same thing. You have a big ass house and you go to the garage to sit on the floor next to your ultra red uh, sauna, the, the jealous, infrared, the infrared, infrared, so jealous, jealous, right? So that's all I want. I My said parents want to buy it, but they don't have a place to put it. I said time and time again, if we have a place big enough and the money to buy it, a sauna is so. I love a sauna. I know you. I hate a sauna. You had one bad experience. I got really sick, like really, really, really sick. It's because we went, we went twice a week for months, and then we stopped going for months, yeah. and we went back. And use the same level of heat. Yeah, you 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 went straight into hot, 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 and I forty five minutes hot. of hot, hot, hot. And hey, guys, I had the worst headache of my. I threw up from how. Yeah, you were how, heat sick. Yeah, I was so badly heat sick. I threw up. I had a bad headache, and I haven't been ever since. Talk so. about temperature. Oh, that was hot, hot, hot. That was hot, hot, hot. But yeah, he's got the infrared sauna there. But he's sitting in a garage. Maybe he just wanted to show us that he had a sauna. Well, he can. But this was my thought. He can hear her. Mm. But he could also hear if you went upstairs and just was like. He could hear better if there wasn't a door. Remember when Thais was peeking around the corner when John and Patrick were talking? He should have done that because he tells John who comes in and joins them. Because he texts him. Hey, John, she's talking to the dad. Come to the the garage. And you see John walking Uh in the shot just while (laughs) Thais and her dad are going back and forth. You see John just kind of tiptoeing into the garage. What up? And, he, and Patrick says, I can hear her, kind of, yeah. but I can't hear Yeah, her but dad. again, why did he go into the garage? That's a good question. I don't. Maybe he's got a beer fridge out there or something. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, that's the only reason. But he also could have grabbed a beer from the regular fridge. Yeah. I, I don't know. know. So Thais <laughs> is still talking to her dad and goes, well, if we get married, I can get my green card and then I can travel and I can work. Yeah. Again, not the best explanation mm-hmm. of why you're marrying someone, mm-hmm. although maybe 
that is enticing to dad because, oh, you can work and send me money. Oh, you'll be able to travel and come see me. Yeah. So maybe she knows the way to convince dad. But to me, I'm going, this isn't good. You don't want to say this. So her dad asks, how could you stay there all this time and not tell me you're getting married? Mm -hmm. Her response, I didn't know if I wanted to marry him. Okay. Not what the 90 days is for, but we've seen it time and time again. But you've been engaged. You've been engaged for a year. And dad knew it. Dad knew it. That was shocking to me. Well, I said it. I said, they didn't get engaged yesterday. The dad must have seen the ring. And then you were saying, like, maybe she was hiding the ring. I'm like, I don't think she was. No. So they got engaged in Mexico. Yes. A year ago. Mm -hmm. Dad knew. Mm Mm-hmm. And he still let her go to America to see Patrick. So that would have been the time to stop her yes. if he was going to stop her, knowing she was engaged to this man and she was going. Yeah, because being engaged means that most likely you will get married. After an engagement, usually yeah. comes marriage. And after, like usually I think most people get married more or less after a year, right? So that's the timeline, Dad. I know. That's the timeline. So if he was really going to stop her, he would have not let her yeah. get on that plane. But also, he cannot. She's she's 23 or 24 years old. that's her big fear. Oh, he's going to stop. He's not going to allow it. I need no, permission. that's BS. No. The thing that really rubs me the wrong way about her dad, he's super anti-American. Oh, like, he is. More so than temperature. Like, mm-hmm. Temperature is kind of just like, yeah, that's the way America is. Love it or leave it. Her dad's like, no, just generalizing all Americans and all American men as awful. Well, I don't want to take his side. Absolutely not. I live here and I know that's not the truth. But think about it. You've never been to America. You don't know any Americans, really. All you know is what's in the news. All these horrifying things that happen in America. Yeah. That's happened in the past five years. That's what you're going to think about Americans. I'm serious. But still, I would be, I would hope. I would be more open-minded. I look at what's going on in Russia and I go, not all Russians are bad. No, but that's you because you are open-minded. Yeah. I don't think her dad is open-minded. I think her dad is very close-minded and he basically says, okay, this is what Americans are. Mm. I see it in the news. That must be Patrick. You should come back home. Right. Like he's not open-minded. That's the problem. Yeah. And he does. He requests that Thais come back ASAP. And so she's torn. There's a part of her that wants to go and a part of her that wants to stay. Well, my question is, what was she doing in Brazil? Like, did she have a career? Did she have a decent job? Did she have some future? That's a good question. Because she can have future in the U.S. Yes. With Patrick. So basically she can be with someone she loves and have a future. Did she have that in Brazil? The argument that she's making is never... It's never the Shida argument of, oh, I had this career yeah. and I left it and I have to start from scratch here. No, it's just I want to pick the florist. That's her argument. That's the control yeah. argument. So I don't know what she left. She left. We know she lived in a community very close with her family. Yes. So she left that. But, yeah, I don't know if she had a great friend circle or job opportunities. Not sure. I don't know. She goes and she tells Patrick, come inside. Let's talk. And then she closed the door on John. Poor John. Poor John. Just <laughs> Take like, a sauna, John. He just loves sitting there with his beer. Yeah. <laughs> they should just make the garage John's apartment and then <laughs> everything would be settled. Then John would be like 15 again. That's true. 
which he kind of yeah, is. Yeah, kind of, kind of. So Thais says, my dad doesn't want us to get married, and he told me I should come home. And he doesn't like you. By the way, yeah, he doesn't like you. This was a little harsh. So harsh. I was thinking, and imagine if you told me your dad doesn't like me, because I don't, at least Patrick speaks the language, and I know I need to get better, and I'm going to learn mm-hmm. more. But I would have no idea. Your dad could be saying the worst things about me with me sitting there. And I wouldn't know. My dad loves you. And I feel the love. And so I'm comfortable with that. But I just imagine sitting here and you telling me, yeah, my dad doesn't like you at all. It would be heartbreaking, Mm -hmm. especially because I feel like I care for you and we care and we care for each other. And that's what Patrick, I feel like that's what Patrick is doing for Thais. He really is. Mm-hmm. being her provider and caretaker mm-hmm. and giving her a great life. For sure. It seems like. Yeah, my parents think you're too good for me and then you're going to leave me <laughs> if I don't stop drinking. Never. Because John is so good, Teresa. Did you see John getting wasted at the wine cellar? No, John was perfectly <laughs> fine. So he, you you want him to leave you? Literally, every conversation I have with my parents over well, the past two me, weeks. That makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> you were like on the pedestal. I'm like... You know, he was drinking with me, right, mom? Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I was watching John and he was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Teresa, not like you. Okay. So Patrick, shocked, thought this whole time he liked me and asks Thais, all right, well, what do you want to do? And she says, I don't know. If I go back, you'll be upset. You'll be mad at me. And he goes, it'll be over. If you go back, forget about my emotions. Mm -hmm. If you go home, it's going to be over. And Thais says, well, I miss my family. I miss my life in Brazil. It's been two months. Yes. Teresa, how many years were you here during COVID where you didn't see your country or your family? I don't even want to say three three. years. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you're this homesick after two months, Thais. Two and a half, but yeah. No, basically two. Yeah, three years. Oh, you. I'm me, saying, me, I was me, saying me, months me. place. Yeah, if you're this homesick and miss your family after two months, mm-hmm. you're not ready to live in the States. No, you are because I missed my family after a month. I wanted to go home. After the first month of being in the U.S., I... But did you? I missed my family. No, but I was saying, did you go home? I didn't because my parents said, my dad said, you should give it a shot. That's something you really wanted. But you were also alone. I was very alone, yeah. She has her fiance. Yeah, that's true. You were alone. You I was had alone. No, you had I, nobody. You everyone hated me. Couldn't so the speak the language. You couldn't speak the language very well. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, similar situation. But if she, my point is, if she goes home after two months, well, she was never ready to be here mm-hmm. in the first place. She that's would, true. She could never settle in and embrace America and and embrace Patrick if there was that pull for her to go home. Yeah, almost for imme- sure. Almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else for these two? I think that's it. All right. I think we should take a break then. Okay. We will refill our drinks. And when we come back, should we start with uh, Bilal and Shida? Uh. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How was it going? Good. How was your time off? That was perfect. Just hang out a little bit? Oh, I took a sip of my sour oh, beer. How is it? Good. You took a sip of your sour beer last night and you immediately fell asleep. <laughs> I sure did. Mm-hmm. It's a classic move of yours. It's a classic move for yeah, me. I'll like, put a beer I'm, and take a sip and I fall asleep. Like, I think I'm going to have a drink, relax. <laughs> <laughs> I did relax. You Too hard. Too hard. Too hard. All right. Let's talk about someone who needs to relax. Mm-hmm. Bilal and Shida. 
Yes. So Shada wants to talk to Bilal, but it's not comfortable at home. So she's asking him to go to a coffee shop with her. Well, the kids are upstairs. Oh, I missed that. That's what she said. She's like, because of those little ones And Bilal's like, oh, sure. No work for me. Yeah. I'll make the money later. It's fine. Sure. You're such a moron. (sighs) Like literally, you take a break. You work for yourself. Take your fucking coffee break. I don't work for myself. I do take a coffee break. Everyone needs to take a break. Everyone needs to take a break. Jesus Christ. (sighs) Okay. So they go to this coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Bilal gets an OJ. What's OJ? Orange juice. Oh, orange juice. If the glove fits. He gets an OJ. Shida, she does not. And they start talking. Shida says, I went and went and I talked to my lawyer. Because while I trust you, Bilal, I know I need to look out for myself. Mm-hmm. And she says, Americans love love, but they're all business. Like they business love love. first. They love love. Love love. And for Shida... She's like, when I came here, it was like a Cinderella story. It was beautiful and everything magical. And and Bella's like, that's not real. And you could see her face that she went from looking happy while thinking about Mm. talking about Cinderella to basically being stabbed. And I'm like, dude, you're such an asshole. Like, I get it. Like, I don't believe in the Cinderella bullshit, right? But I do believe in love. That's not a business. I believe that that is love, love, right? Yes. And call it the Cinderella, call it whatever. But him just being like basically tearing apart all her dreams or everything she says is just mean. Yeah, he he cut her off to be like, oh, that, yeah. to the, that doesn't exist. It's like, yes. all right, well, definitely not with the way you're acting. Yeah, he's a moron. It doesn't exist. Yeah. And he goes, the the Cinderella stuff, it's not real. That's infatuation. True love is built. I love how the guy who's been had two wives leave him is now the expert mm-hmm. in love. I don't think true love is built. I think true love is gained between two people, but you don't you shouldn't work hard for it. Mm, no, I, I don't believe you need to work hard for it. I think you experience it and the more time you spend together, the stronger your connection is or it, not. I think it grows. Grows, that's the word. Yeah, I don't know that grows. it's built. I think it grows. Uh, yeah, I honestly, I was looking for that word. It grows. And I totally agree. It grows from the moment you meet someone to the moment you marry them and beyond. Mm-hmm. It does grow, but it's not built. Like you're not... Like, honestly... This might sound a little weird, but I'm not trying hard to make this relationship work. I'm just being myself and we are both being uh, contributing to the relationship in a way that it works. But I would never say like I'm trying hard because I feel like that's not what the relationship should be about. Trying hard. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we're fortunate. In that sense. I get if someone has issues and you're trying hard to overcome the issues. Sure. That's one thing. But it's something you should think about once you're maybe married for a few Once years. there's love and yeah. you go, we need to work through this because we love each yes. other. Right. Yes. If from day one, you're working to love the person. And that's my point. Yeah. You might need to find yeah. another person to Again, love. like, yes, there are probably going to be things we'll, in the future you and I will need to work through. Who sure. knows, right? But yes, before you even marry someone, you already call it that you have to build something mm, yeah I, I don't know like again that's just my opinion but i don't know i don't think shida wants to marry below ah, i wouldn't well 
It's because you have a good head on your shoulders. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, so Shadis says, I talked to the lawyer about adding kids into the prenup and also adding something for my business. And her lawyer agreed because the way the contract's written now is one-sided. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to hear a little bit more about what the lawyer thought about adding kids to the prenup because I don't think that is a thing. I don't think you can contractually require kids in a prenup. But I think she could say like any future kids should be. No, that's not what she's talking of. about. She's talking about having kids. Remember, oh. she remember she wanted it in the contract that yeah, they would no, have wrong. that they would have kids. Yeah, I think that's fucked up too. I don't think that makes sense. But she goes, when it comes to my business, my yoga. I want that to be my real estate. You have your real estate. I want my business to be my real estate. So she basically wants Bilal to build her yoga studio, but leave it all to her. Yeah. And I'm kind of torn on this. I know. I was thinking that too. But I'm also torn on what Bilal said because Bilal is like, wait, but it's something we're going to build after we are married. You want to keep it for yourself? Yeah. So what are you saying, dude? You're saying that you still want to split. If you if you divorce, you still want to split 50-50 with your gain during the marriage? Because that's what he said. I think so. But then you so. have a prenup that protects you and the kids. I think so. I mean, he seems like the guy who would ask for the engagement ring back. Oh, yeah. When, oh, yeah. When they divorce. So Because at first I go, well, yeah, if he's giving you money to help you build your business... That's his money, and he should mm-hmm. recoup some of that if you were to divorce. But then I go, you know what? No, like you guys are married. He's helping you out. That's what husband and wives yeah. do. They help each other out. And you're not asking for something, or you're not doing a favor now to be repaid later. You're just doing it out of the goodness of your heart. So I kind of see both sides. Where yeah, you're if you're investing money, you want to see a return on it. But it's your wife. Just help yeah. help her out, and God forbid you guys get divorced later. Well, chalk it up to a loss. You tried to do something good yeah. for someone. For sure. But that's not Yeah, that's I feel like there is no love because they've been talking about the Prina for the past, like, seven episodes. And if you really have to go so deep and so uncomfortably detailed about every single thing, and you cannot agree on one thing, what are you even doing what are you here? Doing? Right? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, I get it. If Bilal wants to protect his kids, cool. Protect your kids. But the rest should just be mutual. Like, mu- you should talk about it. And it's literally like Bilal's doing one thing. Shara gets pissed. She goes to her own lawyer. He's like, don't sign it. You should add all this into this. Yeah. And then Bilal, it's going to go back to Bilal. He'll need to sign it. Like, oh. It really is a business for them. It is. There's no, there's no love here. No. They are each going to their independent lawyers, which they should because you got to have someone represent your best interest. But it seems like they're starting a business yeah. and they're each going to their independent counsel mm-hmm. to make sure they're not going to get screwed in the deal. Yeah. And it's like, it's not a deal. It's it's love. It's marriage. Mm-hmm. Or at least it should it be. It should be. Yeah. Let's talk about our next couple who <sighs> no love. I hope no marriage. Mm-hmm. But... So, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite couple, even Muhammad. Yes. So they're home 43 days to wet, right? It's the day after that big text war. Mm-hmm. And maybe we think Bilal is a Moran. Eve might be the biggest Moran this season. Well, she's just in love. Is she? 
I don't see love. Well, she's infatuated or something she's by in love Muhammad. With the I- she's in love with the idea of getting married. She's in love yes. with the idea of having a wedding at a castle. And a young dude who's good looking but as I think far it, as she thinks. I think it could be anyone. I think mm. it could be any young dude who's good looking. Actually, what I think it is, and they talk about it later, Muhammad and Theron have a relationship. True. And I think Eve sees that, realizes that's special, and goes, if Theron likes him and he likes Theron, that's important to me. Mm. I'm gonna that's almost I'm almost gonna put myself second because Theron deserves someone in his life who cares for him mm. and loves him and is there for him. And maybe he's not right for me, but he's right for Theron. I kind of think that's what's going on a little bit here. Maybe, but do you think Mohammed will be there for Theron once he gets his papers? Uh, sadly, I don't think he do will. You see? Be. Yeah. So, anyways, but, I, but I don't know that Eve is yeah. wide-eyed enough to see that. No, I don't think she is. But they're home, and Mohammed is apologizing. He's like, "Oh, I was I was mad and upset last night," and and he was like, "Can we have a better day today?" And Mohammed is like. I hope so. <laughs> and then they hug. And basically everything's been forgotten. And that's why I'm saying she's a Moran. Forgiven. Forgiven. And probably forgotten. forgotten. Yeah. Like, that's why I'm saying she's a Moran because he basically told you yesterday that he's using you. Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. a sponsor. And now you're hugging him and going, all is forgiven. What? Why? And again, maybe because of Theron. That's the only thing I can think of. I also think she likes the idea of having a man, having a younger man. They've probably s- spent some nice times together in Egypt. So I think she's still holding on to all these little details, not seeing the full picture. Yeah, she's lying to herself. Mm-hmm. If she thinks that he's here for love and going to spend the rest of his life with you, I think I think you're yeah, lying sadly, to yourself. But, but it surprises me because... She also talks to her friends and she says the right things. Like she tells them how things are. She's mm. not sugarcoating things. She's not like, no, everything's crazy, Mohammed. Like we're, we're fine. Like she tells them. And we see later that day when Tatiana comes to her job for a treatment. A little cupping in conversation. A little cupping. Did you, so is Eve a doctor? Because that's what's on her door. Dr. Eve something. I mean, there are so many ways to get. A doctor in front oh, really? of really? Yes. You if you get your doctorate, if you it doesn't mean you're a medical doctor. Oh okay. is my point. Okay. You still have to go to school and pass mm-hmm. exams. Well, yeah. But there's so many different types of doctors you could mm. be. I don't think she's an MD. It didn't have an MD yeah. on her name. But she could have a doctorate in whatever. Okay. In well, spiritual healing. Mm. And that makes her Doctor Eve. So she's Doctor Eve and she's <laughs> spiritually healing Tatiana with her cups. Yes. No, that's not spiritual healing. That's just cupping, and it looks aggressive. Well, it looks aggressive when you see the blood. Like it, I've seen it when people did it, and the blood just started coming out you of your body. You see the bruising afterwards yeah. on people. But apparently it's good for you. Apparently it's great for you. I'll stick I to would, the sauna. I would, I would try it, but on my back. Like st- I have a really bad back pain. I don't know if that yeah, would help. Perhaps. I wouldn't do it on my front, but. No. Okay. You go for it. Let me know how let me know how it is. I'll be in the sauna. <laughs> so yeah, Tatiana's there. They're talking. She asks how things are going with the wedding and if mm-hmm. they checked out the venues. You know what's the most popular 
Czech bomboniera called? Cuffing? No, Tatiana. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yes. For our friends who don't know, a bomboniera is uh, like a Russell Stover's box of chocolate. Yeah, you brought one for my grandma. I sure did. She loved it. I sure did. So I know what Babichka likes. <laughs> so Eve tells Tatiana, I think going and seeing the venue is overwhelming for him. And one thing that hurt me was he got upset because he felt like I wasn't taking things seriously in terms of how fast I'm getting things done. Mm-hmm. And so then Eve tells Tatiana, he told me he'd get another sponsor. And Tatiana's like shocked. She's about what? to like pull all her, what <laughs> do you call it? The cups are just like, cups. They just start <laughs> popping off, just freaking She's out. Like, what? Yeah. And, and he goes, I'm his sponsor. And that's, well, Tatiana goes, wait, he called you his sponsor. She's like, I'm his sponsor. And it's like, yes, but you're his fiance, mm-hmm. right? Like, Most importantly, you're his sponsor when it comes to the immigration papers. That's where you, are, when it comes to like who's the petitioner or the sponsor, right? Yeah. Yes, that's where you put your name. But, but you're not going to be like, oh, guys, meet my... Um, Meet my petitioner. Meet my sponsee. Uh, uh, my name is Eve. I'm the sponsor. Right. This is Mohammed. Is my sponsee. It's, it's me, my fiance. Yeah. She. That's what I'm saying. She's so naive. She's buying into what Mohammed is mm. selling her. And the reason I think that is because the next thing she says is, "Well, Theron accepts him, and I want others to accept him as well." And it's like, wait, wait, wait. Mm. Oh, you just said Theron accepts him. Yeah. So clearly that's priority. Mm-hmm. And I get where that's coming from. You think, oh, wow, here's someone to yeah. care and love for Theron. But as we said minutes ago, I don't think that love and care is going to last once he gets his green card. Absolutely not. <laughs> He's going to be out of there. Yeah. He's going to be like the OG Muhammad. Yeah. You're a user, Muhammad. <laughs> That will apply here as well. So then Eve asks if Tatiana would like to meet with Muhammad again because she wants to make sure. Uh, where's my barf bucket? Because I'm going to have to. <laughs> she wants to make sure Muhammad can get along with the squad. The oh, squad. The squad. Oh. Take a I shot mean, every time she says squad because that's the only way I'm going to get through. This. They are. Basic. I think, I don't know who's single, who's married or not, but the ladies who found each other and they were like, Oh my gosh, let's be cool and let's call each other the squad. Yeah, it's not cool. No, it's not. But <laughs> Just say my this. friends. You want to meet with my friends? No, you want to go with a squad? Yeah, I think I was part of a squad in sixth grade. Like me and my buddies were the squad. I've never been part of a squad. You're not missing out. <laughs> but yes, she'll, she'll continue to use the squad terminology for the rest of this episode. Yes. So then... She meets Mohammed at a coffee shop. It's 38 days to wed. Mohammed came on his tiny bike. Yes. And Eve is like, you didn't even get lost. Good job. Uh, Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. And Mohammed's like, yeah, it's easy, right? <laughs> and Eve is like, well, I was just thinking of bringing the squad together. Oh, my gosh. Including you, Mohammed, <laughs> in my house for a fire ceremony. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Mohammed is just like, wait, what? Yeah, well, she's like, I'm so, I'm so open to learning about your religion. This is my church. And Muhammad goes, if I don't feel comfortable around them, why are you pushing me to be around them? Well, she just wants the squad to be complete. Because as we learned, 
she's not very close with her family. And so the squad comes in a place of her family. So the right. squad is her family slash friends. And because Mohammed is also part of her family, yet he should be part of the squad. Yeah. What don't you understand, John? <laughs> so this, <laughs> this is the start of just the Muhammad's greatest hits. Eve goes, I want you to be more open. And Muhammad goes, I'm open that I don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) That's number one. That's number one of Muhammad's greatest hits of this episode. Yes. And, and now, now Eve's got Muhammad calling them the squad. (laughs) Right, he's even using the terminology. I miss that. Oh, he's I love like, it. he's like, yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't like the squad. Like, you will leave the squad. <laughs> That's too good. <laughs> well, Mohammed will join the squad during the fire ceremony later that day, right? Backyard fire ceremony. It almost reminded me, like in Czech, we have this holiday. Well, it's not a holiday, official holiday, but it's a day. Of burning witches. So oh. we burn witches. Okay. Usually you make a witch out of a, basically you take two large sticks. Mm-hmm. Look like a cross. Okay. They look like a cross. I'm sorry, guys. I was showing the cross to John and she I put my mic away. Cross, yes. And you basically put like a fake head on it, maybe made out of a balloon. This isn't terrifying at all. And then you put clothes on it. Not a balloon because that would explode, but something you make a head out of it. Sure, and like you, a volleyball, like Wilson. Yeah. And then you basically stick it in a fire and you burn it. We burn witches. Mm-hmm. I think it's in April, May, right? It's a big thing. I used to dress up as a witch. I went to these when I was a kid. Why would you dress up like a witch because if you go burning to the, witches? Well, yeah, because we burn the bad witches. But you dress up as a witch. I used to make my own costume <laughs> and as a child. And I went Do to- Do we this, have photos? Yeah, a lot. Can, I was riding can my- Can we put it on the Patreon? If my mom, if my mom finds them, we're gonna sure. get we're gonna get your mom to send a photo of you dressed as a witch. Yeah, and we're gonna put it and on the my Patreon. own costume. Okay, that you made. I made, yeah. Okay, I'm like riding the broom. Okay, just like I'm fake riding the broom. Okay, but sounds good. Used to go to witch burning parties. My family still does it. Like Radek. Sounds very aggressive. No, it's not. You just burn a witch, right? Mm-hmm. But this is what it reminded me reminded me of. Okay, like burning witches. Are there any chants or what do you say while you're burning? These no, you witches? just you drink if you're grown up. Well, if you're a kid, you dance around. You dance around. And there's no chant as you're dancing. No. you're just burning witches. You're just burning witches. Okay. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, I've never never chanted anything, so. You were probably too drunk. I went there for the snack. Well, I was like 11 or 12. You were probably I went there for the snacks. What what, your boyfriend, whatever his name was, was was, was lighting his joint off the burning witch's head probably. (laughs) What are you talking about? You're too young. I met him in middle school. What are you talking about? Oh my gosh, John. Stop it. Okay. Well, this. this Well, okay. I, I had this not secret life, but. I didn't get cool. I didn't become cool until I was like 13 or 14. Are you calling yourself cool now? I was cool. Before I was cool, I used to burn witches and I was um, dropping off newspapers for people getting paid for that. That's cool. Yeah. And then, well, and then I was training my dog and I went to... Mixed dogs competitions uh-huh. all over well, Yeah, we definitely have photos of that we could put on the Patreon. And that was the, those were my weekends. <laughs> all right. And then I got cool. Mm-hmm. When I was about 14, I started smoking cigarettes. That's and, not cool. Well, that's what I thought was cool, right? Yeah. And I just started make, wearing a little bit of makeup and, but. Uh. So, fire burning ceremony. 
Uh, we learn it's a common Native American practice to cleanse and purify the energy and help you let go of some difficult things. Mm-hmm. Right. Can we, before the season ends, get a scene of Muhammad jumping on that trampoline that was in the back? That I would didn't make see the that would make big trampoline. That would make my day. I love trampolines. Just Muhammad rides his bike up to it, leans it against the tramp, and just starts bouncing up and down. I would. I love, love trampolines. He would. Wee, wee, wee. <laughs> Do you like trampolines? Love a trampoline. Fucking love a trampoline. Love a tra- One of my fondest memories that I will remember until the day I die is. Summer ended, or sorry, summer began, school ended. <laughs> school ended, mm-hmm. right? School's out for summertime. We rode our bikes to our friend's house, mm-hmm. jumped off the bikes, and just started bouncing up and down. It was the start of summer. It was perfect temperature. Sun was shining, and we're all just bouncing up and down on the trampoline to kick <laughs> off summer. <laughs> you know what's even better than a trampoline? That's my favorite thing. Hmm. A bouncy house shaped as a giraffe. Terrible. What are you talking about? We used to have... Bouncy houses are the worst. No, but a jot in check every single time that I was like... Um, oh, bouncy know. castle? Yeah, Because it's check. So that's why you like it. Because yes, you love yes, your castles and We call yeah. it the bouncy castle. We do too. And it was shaped as a giraffe. A giant giraffe. Okay. You had to really climb in. And it has the... The rubber had this certain smell that once you were jump bouncing in, you were like, oh my gosh, I'm like loving this. I'm in the bouncy mm-hmm. giraffe castle. Mm-hmm. And it was just awesome. And nice. I have all these great memories. Every single time I saw a bouncy castle, I went in. Nice. There nice. was no bouncy castle I approached as a child and I wouldn't get in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. So Eve's friends arrive and fortunately for Muhammad, it looks freezing out. So there is zero cleavage to be shown. Mm. And Eve explains the process, how to release, manifest, do it big. Tells them, <laughs> tells them how it's done. Where are the Silva sisters? Right. And they get the fire going. And Eve's friend, Rochelle, just starts going rogue, I'm pretty sure. She starts doing her own thing. I think she's, <laughs> I think she's at Burning Man or something. And then she, like, lights her divorce papers on fire. She puts those What's in. That what it was? I don't know. I don't she know. brought she brought some forms. Yeah, I think it was maybe her taxes. She just throws them in the fire. <laughs> she, I'm telling you, she's going rogue. And then Eve gets in there and she starts cleansing her stones. And Muhammad the whole time being very standoffish. He's like, "What is going on?" He wants zero part of this. He doesn't believe in the ceremony, and he says it goes against his beliefs. So Muhammad goes, "This." This isn't the best way for me to get close to her friends. Mm-hmm. And I agree, like, do an activity that you all do. Don't bring him to a wine tasting. Don't bring him to a fire burning. But I feel like that's all they do, the squad. Perhaps. But if you want him to bond, how about an activity everyone will like? Like True. the trampoline. Imagine, imagine, that would be, imagine, oh, imagine, the imagine, imagine on the trampoline, <laughs> Teresa. Tidiana. Imagine that. Um, no, but imagine. I'm sure you are. I'm imagining it right now. Well, Tidiana, Tatiana. There you God go. God damn it, John. <laughs> Tatiana was like, turns to Muhammad. She's like, I was worried for a second, Muhammad. I thought you didn't like us anymore. And Muhammad is like. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's number two of, of Muhammad's like, greatest hits. You don't like us? He's like, no. Number three. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. No, it was, I mean, and and so Eve is just like, Eve is just shocked. So good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. 
It's crazy. So good. It's crazy. Yeah. I, like, but I'm, yeah. I was just going to say, Eve is naive. She doesn't want to end this. If I was Muhammad, this thing is too weird for him, right? He knows this isn't going to last. Grab that bike, go on the run, and enjoy your last 30 days in America mm-hmm. before the K-1 expires. Just have a good time. Yes. Well, I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to fight for the papers. I think but so. But he's telling the ladies that he felt judged by them. And the only reason why he liked the fire ceremony is because it kept him it warm. Kept him warm. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. He's, he's like, everything is too weird for me. He's a user. But he's a good entertainer. You're a user. Oh, yeah. You're a user, Muhammad. He's so good. But he's a good entertainer. Yeah. All right. Let's oh talk about the couple that was kind of real, as we talked about. Ari and Benny. They're at home. Mm-hmm. Ari's writing her wedding vows. Yes. Even though still not sure we're going to go forward with this wedding. Yes. And then we see this kind of like a... Montage. Montage of like 20 days to wed. Ari's dress shopping. 15 days to wet. Ari finds out that Lavender cannot make it. <laughs> 11 days to wet. They're looking at the venue. Was it a synagogue? It was a temple. Yeah, it was it's a, a temple that's going to be a little bit of Jewish traditions, a little bit of Ethiopian tradition over there. Yeah. And then we get to seven days to wet when Beanie's at home making Avi's pants. And they look fucking fabulous. Yeah, I don't... I know he said I'm making Avi pants. I think he was hemming them or tailoring them. I don't think he made them. I think from scratch. he was making his pants. Uh, call in. Let us know what you guys think. I'm going to say he was tailoring them. But either way. It looked good. I couldn't do it. No, you could not. I could not do you it. You can't even wash your clothes. Well, I've tried. You don't let me. Apparently, I don't do it right. No, you don't fold it right. I don't but fold you wa- it. I'm wearing a shirt you washed when I was away. It's, um, it feels good. Teresa was so impressed. We got home from Europe after two weeks. And I told her on the way home, I was like, yeah, I cleaned the apartment before I left. I wanted to make it nice when we got home. I don't think you believed me. I just didn't know how much you cleaned. But and when we walked in, you were like, you did clean. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. You did a great job. Come on. I'm a good husband. Teresa. I'm rubbing off on you. Mm-hmm. I like a clean apartment too. You just clean it for me so I don't need to. Because I like it extra clean. You have a specific way of cleaning. Yes. Yes. Okay. So... Ari comes home and sees Avi and Benny playing together, sees how good of a father Benny is. Mm -hmm. This reminds her what's important and she kind of softens. And don't, I want to clarify because this makes it seem like kids can save a marriage. Yes. Don't get it twisted. Please don't have children to save your relationship. No, but she said that Avi brought them together because if there was no Avi, they would not be together. And that's true. I don't yes. think they would be getting married but they didn't if have, it wasn't for Avi. But they didn't have kids to save the relationship. Yeah, no, 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 no. The kid may have just inadvertently yes. brought them back yes. together. But there's a lot of people who think, we're not doing too well right now. Let's have a kid. Mm-hmm. It'll bring us together. It may for nine months or a year or two. Yeah. But if if the reason you guys were arguing was we should have a kid, we should have a kid, and we can't, and that's why we're arguing, then maybe a kid will solve your issues. But if a kid is not the reason you're fighting, the kid is not going to be the reason yes. that you guys make up. And I know so many people like that who... So many. And does it work? No. 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 All right. So they're just like chatting, chatting, and Ari's like... 
Oh, Avi, look at your pants. You're going to wear them mm. for the wedding. Mm -hmm. So the wedding is on. And they kiss. And then <sighs> Avi wants them to kiss. And they kiss each other. They kiss Avi. Avi's trying to make them kiss. It's this whole little thing. Maybe it's the lack of sleep we're on. But why was I getting emotional during this? Me too. Right? Because it, it's, I think it's the first time in a while that their segment felt real. And... There was real emotion on screen, and mm -hmm. it was nice to see a happy Binny and a happy Ari yeah. and the sweet Avi, and Binny was just doing some seamstress work, and it was beautiful. Beautiful. And I was getting emotional, and I was like, well, it's because we've been podcasting for 38 <laughs> hours straight, and I'm probably just getting Poss delusional. Possibly, but, but I felt the same, and I thought it was beautiful, and I honestly, I do hope they'll make it because... Now, after all these years, Bini knows Ari, and I don't think anyone else could probably stick with her. No. Maybe Lavender, but who knows? I know. Can you believe he's not going to be at the wedding? It's going to be... I think he might be the surprise guest. Like, I oh my, object! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you'll hear. And the camera will whip pan, and it's Lavender. Yeah, I was just kidding. <laughs> all right. All right. Cara and Guillermo. Oh! little sweet Guillermo. One day to wed, G is calling his mom. FaceTiming his mom, Roxana. And it's it's the night after the fight, or it's the day after yes. the fight that they just had. And so he wants to talk to his mom. Yeah, and he kind of like, he's telling her about a hairdresser and what she said, and he kind of acted on it, got into this argument with Cara. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was just me, but I felt like mom took Cara's side when she said, my dear son, marriage is not a prison. Kara yeah. is her own person. If she wants to go out with her friends, she should be able to. You just need to communicate about it. Yeah, I kind of wish Guillermo called his mom yesterday instead of yeah. talking to the hairstylist because oh it would have saved a lot of issues. Yeah. But yeah, his mom basically just says doubts are normal. Yeah. And let Kara be herself. She's a free spirit. Yes. I agree. If you don't like who Kara is, if you don't like the concept of Kara, mm -hmm. don't marry her. Mm -hmm. But definitely don't, don't definitely her. don't marry yeah. her and try to change her. Yeah. That's and the thing. Also, why I don't really hold it against Kara, her parting, and I think she'll calm down with with age, right? Sure. It's because she tries to in, include him. It's not like she mm. says, "I'm going out with my friends. You do you." She's she always wants him to go. He's the one who doesn't want to go, sure. and I think that's where it should be okay. Maybe she shouldn't get too wasted, so she climbs home on all four, right? Correct. But. She always tries to include him. And I think that's why he should be okay with her and going out with her friends because she wants him to be there. If he doesn't feel like it, it's okay, but let her go. But there could be compromise. She could yes. say, you know what? I've gone out two nights this week. I'll stay home and make love to the washer machine with you. Yeah. <laughs> or realize she's not going to do that and leave Guillermo. Yeah. Two, uh, there's two possible outcomes. Yeah. Well, Guillermo, fortunately, Guillermo really takes to heart what mom said and said, oh, my gosh, you're right. I'm ready to say I do. And yeah. so he goes and talks to Kara and basically apologizes. He, he apologizes. And I, this is why I like Kara. Like, she's not, she's crazy. She drinks, she parties. But I think she's smart and she has her head on her shoulders when it comes to 
some of these more serious emotional things because she's like, you know what? I'll, I'll I take his apology. I understand he still might be emotional. He went through a lot recently, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it from her because she's not being a bitch saying, yeah, whatever. Like, ah, you screwed up. Okay, I'll marry you, but. This is going to be, well, we're going to have a talk. She's like, you know what? I get it. Like, he might still have some emotions going on. He regrets what he said. He apologized. I take it. Let's move on. Yeah, she could have held a longer grudge. Yeah, yeah. She didn't. So, so that, I appreciate her so really being good. an adult. Out of all these freaking people, she actually is the one who lives by herself. She's the one who pays their own bills. Yes. And she's the one who, even though she's nuts, she still makes smart decisions. And she says the right things. But with that said, a woo girl's got a woo. Whoa, of course. <laughs> Her bachelor PJ's party and I'm here for it. Yeah, I guess Three Notch Brewing is closed on Thursdays or something. <laughs> so they're just going to do it at home. I love that. I love the idea of a pajamas party. That's our life. When oh we, my gosh. That's all we want to do is wear pajamas, watch reality TV and... When it's raining out on the weekends and we can't go anywhere, we say, it's a pajamas day. Yes, that's what we do. Because it just makes you feel better that, mm-hmm. you know what, we are sitting at home in yeah. our pajamas, but it's raining. We, there's nothing we could really be doing anyway. Yes, so we love paja- pajamas day. It's a pajamas day. Oh. And, and Kara's bachelorette is going to be a pajamas day. A you, pajamas know what I, you know what I love the most? When I'm like really tired after a whole week. But I feel like, you know what, if it's going to be nice out, we should probably do something or enjoy the weather. And then you wake up and it's like pouring out Mm -hmm. and you learn it's going to rain the whole day and you just feel good about doing nothing. It takes the guilt away. Yes. Not, well, let me correct this. We never do nothing. We always podcast. Yeah. But it takes the guilt away. Like you can just relax at home. Right. Right. So, all right. Kara's friends start to arrive. Yes. It's going to be the best girls night ever. Plus Tim. Mm-hmm. They pop the champagne. It's time to party. Did you see Kara's sash, what she was wearing? No. It said, same penis forever. Nice. That's what I got you. That's what I wrote down. You, so. Oh, vagina. Yes. I, I don't think you need to clarify that. Well, I didn't that, but, get it for you, but. So, very quickly, Teresa was not my best man, but we I all, all kind of wish <laughs> you were. No, I love my best man. I'm actually going to be his best man this weekend. Yes. But he had never planned a bachelor party before and didn't really know what came with planning a bachelor party. And fortunately, I have the best wife ever. <laughs> and she helped out and purchased a lot of fun things. Well, I sent him links. You sent him links. And, and one of those links were hats that said same, same, vagina, v- forever. same vagina forever. Do you have the hat? What is the hat? Where is the hat? Yeah. You guys wore it. I saw pics. We wore it. And then the best did, thing. Did people like it? Loved it. The best thing we did was we took one. You guys have probably heard me talk about Garrison on this <laughs> podcast. He's the most straight laced, never drank until 21 kind of guy. He's a teacher. And he won 2.5 kids in a dog named Spot in the college yearbooks or the high school yearbooks. So <laughs> you know who he is. And on the way up to the bachelor party, I was sitting in the back of his car and I just took one of the hats, same vagina forever, <laughs> and put it facing back out the rear windshield. Yeah. 
And so everyone behind us just <laughs> thought like he was the type of guy who has that hat. And he saw it when we like stopped for gas or something. He freaked out. Oh but, my gosh. But thank you for the hat, Teresa. Oh, you're welcome. I, I, I think some stashes too. And you got me the sashes. Some shut glasses some goosey goosies. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Thank you. Yeah, Teresa. you're welcome. Yeah. So, all right. While everyone's hanging out, Kara starts talking about the fight Guillermo had with, at, with her at dinner mm-hmm. and how she felt like Guillermo's trying to change her. Mm-hmm. This is a fun thing to talk about at your bachelorette party. Well, before right? you get drunk. But her friends kind of are taking G's side too here because they say he's emotional. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have anyone here. You're the only family and he's fearful that he might lose you. And they also probably think Kara drinks too much as well. Yeah, for sure. They're probably like, you know, Garibald's kind of right about <laughs> yeah, that. You should you probably, can, you stop, can you stop calling us on Tuesday nights asking if we want to go to the brewery? <laughs> we don't. We have lives. We have jobs we have to go to. Oh so my gosh, please for sure. take it down a three-notch brewery. Yeah, but I think they both are good at it to get married. Because poor Garibald's like downstairs just yeah. hanging out with the dog. There was one girl I saw who was sitting in the bachelorette party, everyone's talking. She was just eating a lime. Like, she was just eating limes. I think while she, she was, was just taking shots and eating just limes. Just by herself, mm-hmm. I guess. No one else she's was. Like, she's like, I finally can get drunk. No I'm one else finally was. out. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. All right. That's Karen Guillermo. And the last couple. Last so, but least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jibri and Miona. 15 days to wed. Yes. They're at home playing the girl power card game. I don't what? know if you know. I, I looked closely. They were playing cards oh. while they were sitting on their bed. Mm-hmm. And it was it said girl power. Oh. So I looked it up and it's this card game with like all these girl bosses. Oh my god. And they like try to collect them all or something. I don't know. But Okay, okay, Jibri. Did, did you see he was also wearing a space cash hoodie? No. It was a black service hoodie, but it had Space Cash's helmet. Oh, I didn't it. see that. Yeah. Nice. I'm sure, it's in the Black Serbs merch shop if you're well, interested. Brian sticks his head in and is like, <laughs> Hey guys, can we can we talk to you? Mm-hmm. And Jupiter's like, Oh my gosh, Dad, I feel like I'm fifteen. Yeah, like, I'm I'm playing girl power, okay? Knock, please. I was like, You are fifteen, dude. <laughs> yeah. But they go and they talk to Mahala and Brian and they basically say Hey guys, so we had a plan or we had a deal. You live here for a few months while you're gonna search for something for yourself. TikTok, a month is up. So you're kicking us out? It's like, oh my gosh, that, mom. Ma, are you kicking us out? Oh my God. And honestly, this really showed us that Jibri is a child because they're like, okay, so when is the wedding? He's like, I don't know. So where is the wedding? I, I don't know. <laughs> you guys have one month left. Like, what's going on? Right, and we Jib- have a month. Jeez, why are you rushing us? And we have a like, month. Well, actually, thought so you guys are going to help us out. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and then Brian is like, you're 28 years old. Yeah, and we are helping you out. You look look up. Mm-hmm. That's our roof you're living under. And then Jibri's like, oh my gosh, like, I didn't have like 10 months or a year to plan a wedding. And Mahala's like... No, but you had the time even before Miona came. You could have planned something. And when Miona got here, you still have three months. Now you have one month left and you you have nothing. Did you, like, oh my gosh. Did you see Miona? She had the biggest smile on her face because she's thrilled. She's like, yes, it's time to get out of here. Oh, she said, I'm, I'm so happy they're kicking us out. She's like, I feel bad for Jibri. I would never talk to my kids like that. Uh, <laughs> you would. If, you're, if you have an almost 30-year-old kid living in your house complaining about kicking them out, you would kick them out. She, yeah, she, but she 
has been trying to get oh Jabri my gosh. to oh yeah to snap into action. And I'm sure she's probably caught Brian sniffing her panties probably on Ew. more than one occasion. So Ew. she's like, we need to get out of here. Stat. 30 days is actually too long. Can you kick us out now, please? <laughs> and Jabri's like, all right, fine. We're going to pack our stuff. Since you guys don't want to help us, we'll pack our stuff. This conversation is over. And we got to leave even before the 30 days. As soon as we finish this game of girl power, we're out of here. <laughs> And honestly, this was literally like, and he like gets pissed and walks away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you're so 15. And Miona stayed there and she's like, well, thank you guys. Like, thank you. Because they offered her help. Yes. And then Ben goes like, that's for Miona. Yeah. Yeah. Childish. So childish. Childish. So let's see what's going to happen with them. That's where the episode ends. Mm-hmm. Thought it was a solid episode. That was a solid episode. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed talking about it. Yeah. Guys, hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. You'll get all the information. You yes. can chat with Teresa. Maybe one day I'll be allowed to chat with you guys. So <laughs> check it out. Follow us there. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as this episode. Because as hot as temperature. Temperature hot. The temperature is rising. Oh. It was a hot episode. Also check out the Patreon. I'm going to get Teresa to share some pics of her burning witches dressed as a witch. Mm-hmm, it's going to mm-hmm. be good. So that'll be on Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. Check it out. And thank you again for the reviews. We love when you guys send the reviews and you do. So we appreciate that. And a special thank you to Brie H. Kerr. Yes. Thank you, Brie. Thank you so much for that. And with that, I think I've said it all. If you said it I've all. I've said it all. My hand hurt. We're holding that mic. Yeah. We're just gripping onto that mic. I know. But I love holding the mic. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. You can see us hold the mic on Patreon. Very at, true. At the family affair level. All right. That is it. I've said it all. You, I have said it all. You've said it all. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.